Hi, Thomas here. You're listening to a preview episode. You can enjoy the entire story tonight by subscribing to our supporters' feed. There you'll get access to the entire back catalogue, bonus episodes, and more, and it's all completely ad-free. Click the link below to learn more. And thank you so, so much. Me and the team really appreciate your support. The year is 1813, and in many ways, it's a fascinating time to be alive. England is at the tail end of King George III's reign. His declining condition has left his son George, formerly ruling under the title of Prince Regent since 1811. History will determine these years, the Regency period, characterized by exciting developments in art and architecture, politics, fashion, and literature. It's a time of change within society, and for the upper classes, a period of refinement and culture a mini-renaissance of sorts. It's also the age of Jane Austen, the beloved writer whose humour, wit, and biting social commentary will long outlast Regency Britain. Her novels will be lauded for their romantic realism and strong female characters producing loyal fans for centuries to come. Her words will inspire prequels, sequels, imitations and adaptations from the stage to the silver screen. It's quite the legacy for the daughter of a village rector. Let's join her now at her home in the picturesque village of Chawton, Hampshire, in southeast England. It's a perfect summer's morning, neither too warm nor too cool. The sky is a bright, flawless blue, crowned with a golden sun. It casts a soothing glow over everything beneath it, including our writer, who is taking a quiet stroll around the vast cottage garden. Jane's appearance is much like you might expect from an English rose of the early 1800s. Her cheeks are blush pink, the same rosy hue as her lips. The dainty features of her face are framed by ringlets of chocolatey brown curls at the front, and the rest of her hair is pinned up into a stylish chignon 
or loose bun. She wears a full-length Regency-style dress, drawn in under the chest and loose and flowing beneath it. It's a relatively plain ensemble, in many ways similar to a nightgown. The white cotton fabric looks soft and comfortable. The only jewellery on display is a turquoise and gold ring worn on Jane's right hand and the delicate cross of topaz and gold that decorates her neckline. Her sister, Cassandra, has the same necklace, and like Jane, wears it each and every day. The necklace has sentimental value, being a gift from their brother Charles, who purchased it with prize money he earned in the Royal Navy. And it's a beautiful piece, adding a touch of classic elegance to the author's appearance. In fact, dressed as she is, and with movements so measured and graceful, one might easily mistake her for a character from one of her novels. Those close to her will say that writing has been Jane's dearest pleasure since childhood, when she began entertaining her family with readings of her work. By the age of 17, she had resolved to make a career of it, though unbeknownst to her, it would be nearly two full decades before she would become a published author. 